the just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hi, Matt. It's Ron. You guys, please forgive me for interrupting. I didn't mean to break into your uh, No, not at all. Pineapple we, pizza. We, we, Channel 4, I, I'm flipping back and forth, and um, Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, acquitted on all charges in oh, case yeah. you guys weren't aware or didn't know. Oh, yes, oh, absolutely. We know. Oh, we know. I wasn't following oh, okay. it, though, because uh, Dirk was saying how partisan it was. Yeah. I just wasn't following it. I didn't want to be triggered by it. I was having my... Uh... I, I, I just hope the uh, streets remain calm. I hate to see uh, something silly happen over this. Yeah, it. Uh, I I, think... I won't be particularly surprised either way if, 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 there, uh, if things do get... Uh, if there are, I mean, I, I think there will be protests, but I, I, I'm hopeful that there's no violence. Remember, he's yeah, going I, I, to... I hope uh, police president's presence is, um, you know, well thought out in advance. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. My mother lives in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. So, uh, you know, sure they have... I want her to be right? safe. Yeah. They got the National Guard ready. I'm sure oh, yeah. they're on the SWAT. And yeah, no doubt. Teams. No doubt. Okay, guys, have a good weekend. That was my uh, two cents. I didn't know if you knew it or not. Oh, absolutely. All right, Ron. Thank you for the call, my friend. Good night. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, All right. What do you think of the verdict? You know, I kind of wasn't uh, following it that closely myself in terms of... Um, I've been... Uh, what I've been saying about it on the show, and actually on other shows that I've been on, too, talking about it, is that I, whenever we have a case like this, I... I tend to not worry so much about, you know, the court, you know, the laws are different in every state when it comes to guns and self-defense and and all of that. And and so it gets very complicated. So I tend to say, well, you know, the, the, the jury will decide, but, um, and that is the foundation of our society, which is based on law. It is the jury. Right. So, so when we're talking about these, although I do have some more, precise thoughts regarding the other big trial that's going on right now. Oh, Am- yeah. Ahmad Arbery. I think, I think that's real. That, I think that's, that's cre- clearly vigilante. Lynching. Yes. A lynching. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But um, no, but I, so I grapple with the larger question here whenever a case like this is presented. And that is what is the responsibility of, well, look, if you're in a situation where it's kill or be killed, but, you're the one who put yourself in that situation knowing you were going into you know, a, a scenario where that might be the case, where it's kill or be killed. How much of the responsibility is on you as the person who put yourself in that situation versus how much responsibility is it on the other people who are now a danger to you because you put yourself in that situation? And that's what I struggle with. 
Kyle Rittenhouse shouldn't have been there. I think that's the one thing that everybody can agree on. Was there a curfew? He, he should not. Yes. And he violated it. Correct. No. Nope. So in, th- in theory, no one should have been there legally because there was an established curfew. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse shouldn't have been there. So, you know, if you just look at it that way, you might say, okay, well, he's guilty then because he put himself in that situation. On the other hand, he was there. Um, and other people were attacking him, and he felt that his life was in jeopardy, so he was defending himself. Well, if you look at it strictly on that, then you would say, well, he's not guilty of anything. He was defending himself. It's self-defense. Because of the laws of the state of Wisconsin. Right, but I'm, that's not what I'm talking I'm just talking about in a larger, just morally and ethically in a broader sense. When you put yourself in a situation where you should know that this is a possibility. Let me give you another example. So uh, I go back to Trayvon Martin when he was killed by George Zimmerman. So on the one hand, um, Trayvon, when he got to his home after being stalked, and I do call it stalking, by Zimmerman, Trayvon, he should have just gone inside. He should not have uh, turned around and gotten into an altercation with Zimmerman. So he's yes. on, he's on top of Zimmerman. He's pummeling him. Zimmerman thinks he's about to be pummeled to death, so he shoots him in self-defense. So if you look at it that way, well, Zimmerman's not guilty. But who created the scenario? Well, Zimmerman did. Zimmerman Zimmerman should not have been stalking him to begin with. Zimmerman was told by law enforcement on the phone, "Do not follow him." Uh, Zimmerman shouldn't have just been following the kid, and he was a kid. Just and be- he was a kid. Just because, oh, there's a black kid wearing a hoodie at the apparently very late hour of 7 p.m. in my neighborhood. Oh, he's, he's up to something. I got to follow him. Zimmerman should not have been doing that to begin with. Uh, it shouldn't have been harassing him that way. So Right. And- so ultimately, now we know who the jury decided legally was at fault. They, they acquitted Zimmerman. But I grapple with the larger question morally and ethically. Uh, Zimmerman created the, the conditions for that to happen. Yes. Um, but then again, regardless of whether or not he created those conditions, and he clearly did, but then Martin, what is, what is he supposed to do yeah. when Trayvon Martin is on top of him, pummeling him? Is he supposed to just allow himself to be beaten to death? Well, of course not. So I, this is what I grapple with, John. I grapple with this larger question about personal responsibility and who's responsible for what in these uh, situations. And and so I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about that with Rittenhouse. Like I said, Ahmad Arbery, I have much more That uh, seems that's that seems much more concrete lengthy. to me. Yeah, of course. Of course. Some people I think though, they um they think of it they try to think of these things the way that I think of them in ways in, in uh situations where it's not appropriate to. For example, the death of George Floyd. That's as cut and dry as it gets to me. We all saw him, George Floyd, being murdered on video, and yet there are people who will say, oh, well, you know, he shouldn't have been in that situation. He shouldn't have tried to tried to pass that counterfeit 20 or whatever it is. And it's like, okay, okay come on. Right, this is pretty clear cut. Passing counterfeit money isn't a death sentence. Right. And as a, a law enforcement uh, uh, officer who's a friend of mine said, once it's you're disabled somebody with a hold, once they're disabled, it's over. You're supposed mm-hmm. to stop immediately. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the standard operating procedure. Right. I right. mean, when you're in the Army, there are, it's hard to believe that there are rules of warfare or what you can and can do. Mm-hmm. But there are. There are, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So that's um, so that's where I am with it. I, I just kind of said with Rittenhouse, I just kind of said, well, you know, 
The jury will decide. But it is interesting, though. The laws are so different from state to state. The gun laws and 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 what is your right to, you know, how far does your right to self-defense go? Do you have to meet uh, the aggressor with proportionate, uh, you know, right. aggression to defend yourself? Or can you go beyond that? Do you have a right to, ret- I mean, do you have a duty to retreat, I should say? Some or, states. Or, or can you stand your ground? You know, it's it, it varies wildly. And it's, I, uh, and clearly... Um, you could take this trial that happened in Wisconsin. You could go to any other state with it, and you might have a different outcome based, you know, all oh, yeah. all other things being equal, the prosecutors, the jury, the judge, everything, all other things being exactly the same. But in another state, you might have a completely different outcome because the laws are so disparate, uh, so disparate between the states. Right. You couldn't have a long gun uh, like Rittenhouse on a street in New York or Massachusetts. Yeah, because of much stricter gun control laws. Yeah, or even California over the last somewhat odd years. Yeah, you remember what I told you once about the uh, street the logic. Uh, this mm. isn't about people wearing shorts either. Street logic is that a hip hop group? I thought that was the band that you were in. Street logic, no. Amongst people that are, make their living on the street. Once you put on a gun or a weapon, oh, yes, you've yes. given yourself a death sentence because they're going to consider you're going to kill them. So to put on, uh, to bear an arm, we're not talking about the police mm-hmm. who probably do have no, no street logic. And we're not talking about uh, Joe Sixpack or the militia uh, yahoos. We're talking about people on the street. The demimond, the criminal element. You put you you bear a gun, you've passed a death sentence on yourself. It's uh, similar to what James Jones said about what it's like in World War II to get through basic training and get through your training. You've entered onto the rolls of the dead. Now you might survive, but you've gone right. beyond the veil. Now they're going to throw you into Guadalcanal or Tarawa. So based on that, then would you say from your perspective that Rittenhouse, he was, uh, I think be, because a, he had the gun. He was a very provocative act. He was looking, yeah. he was looking to kill somebody. There's little doubt in my mind. Really? Of course. You think so? <laughs> You're armed with a gun? Like you going out like that? He's He was looking to kill somebody. Wasn't there a, a bit of a videotape that got disallowed? I'm not sure because he was going to go out, you know, I wasn't wasn't following that. Yeah, I wasn't following closely enough to know that really. You really really think, though, so so you 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 think there was premeditation with a a rifle, with an armed, with that type of weapon. He did have an assault rifle, did he not? It's an AR-15. It's an assault rifle. Okay. The, I, you know, you know more about civilian, guns than I do. Yeah. Civilian uh, uh, version of the M-16 I had as a soldier. He, 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 he's out hunting. He's out to kill somebody. You don't think he went there just to uh, because he wanted to be part of the action in terms of defending businesses you mean and all action, that? right? Well, oh, how, how do you defend Matt? By killing somebody, by shooting somebody. When you have a, uh, when you're armed, you have made the statement that I'm willing to kill somebody. And the other thing about street logic, I forgot that, unless you're willing to drop that hammer and kill, don't have a weapon because mm. somebody will take it right away from you. And, you know, this other thing, there's more graphic language, like stick it up your, or 
they'll kill you with it, but mm-hmm. they'll take it away from you. Any fool that has a weapon that's armed that doesn't intend to use it, you're a damn fool. Mm. You are literally a damn fool. But you don't go out armed. Defend stuff? He, is, he a, is he sworn? Well, how old was he? Was he in the military? No, he's was he's he in the militia? 17. A real militia? Not, you know, 17. Spain. I'm not defending. You understand, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying, That must no. have had something to do with the jury, too, if but, he was just 17. But I would not, well, yeah, but I would not have, uh, see, I would not say. You don't, you, got, you don't play with guns. Right, but you're, I would not presume premeditation. Uh, so someone can't take a gun in a situation like that. And just say, well, you know, I, I want to be a cowboy. I'm going to go and I'm going to go and stand. a cowboy do? Yeah, but but you have people in these scenarios standing in, in front of businesses. Hell, it happened here and, in it happened here in Manchester right, on South why, Willow Street. Uh, they, yeah, nobody nobody got shot, but, but so they could have. They could have. Right. Now with this great example, well, that I do worry about. This great example, we had a mayoral candidate stand out there with him. I do. I I, I do worry about. Uh, you see what you're saying is people. I don't mean to say you're naive, but you are naive because well, I'm actually you don't just, go I'm, out with I'm, weapons. I'm, I'm, I'm actually just trying to explore different angles to, to have a discussion on a radio show, John. I'm not you, you 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 always do this. You assume that I that I'm taking a position when all I'm doing is trying to look at things because from I, that, different perspectives. Because from my I am <laughs> uh, I'm taking the yeah. You're being the uh, I specifically said I'm not I'm not defending or condemning him. I'm just I'm trying to explore well, different what angles do you here. Think? Well, it's like I said, I didn't follow it closely enough to form a strong opinion, so I, I, I'm grappling with the larger question. I'm just, uh, I'm coming from where I was enculturated. Been around yeah. guns all my life. But, but. NRA, junior NRA. But I quit. Yeah. Over the assault ban. But people, people carry guns with no intention of actually using them unless it's what? necessary. People and car- what does pe- it mean necessary? People what? carry guns for self-defense. What does that mean necessary? Well, if you have to defend yourself from being killed, killed kill yourself, killing somebody because you don't, oh, yeah. you don't shoot. One of the other things is you shoot center mass. You don't shoot somebody in the leg or yeah. I mean, some of these, uh, I hate to say it. I was watching one uh, video from last year. It was, it didn't become a big controversy, but some kid had a gun. It's not the one you're probably thinking about where the kid comes out of that convenience store. It's in a neighborhood. And then the co- he just moves his, he's got a pistol, he moves his arm, and that cop shoots him right center mass. Mm-hmm. Not in the head, because you might miss. You shoot right towards the solar plexus. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. You shoot to kill. Shooting to wound is in movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, getting shot and then just getting up and shaking things off. I mean, any guy that's been in a real a fist fight or anything, it hurts for a long time. Of course, of where course. Where they break your nose or they smash you in the ribs. There's four months of sleeping on your other side. Oh, yeah. But, you know, in the movies, just such a... You know, that's one of the things about... Uh, well, Clockwork Orange is so highly stylized. It's all shot with the very short lenses to actually distort stuff. But, you know, Kubrick, this is 71. This is the first violence that's being shown on the screen. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde was 67 that used squibs to show blood. Then uh, you had the Wild Bunch, which, which, you know, with a massacre as the climax, all sorts of squirting blood. And then, you know, that was a real shock in those times. They didn't show stuff like that. I mean, they, you know, they cowboys would be shooting Indians and they'd fall off the horse. Do you ever wonder why Indians always just, they just go round and round and all get killed? 
It's like one Native American. I think it was Dennis Banks. <laughs> That's the movies. Nobody actually did that. But it's very cinematic. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They asked the great director, John uh, Ford, for Oscars. Uh, one of his contemporaries, it must have been Howard Hawks said at the stagecoach, why don't the Indians just shoot the uh, lead horse? He said, because then we'd only have a 10-minute long movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know, yeah. there's ideas about what this is. Yeah. And what's the real uh, reality of violence? It's uh, you know it's it's there in a Clockwork Orange, although it's so uh, everybody uh, uh, except for the uh, Padre, well even he's very arch. But I'm talking you haven't seen the movie in a long time, and Alex is being conditioned to be physically sick by watching violent films. And one of the ironies in the movie says, oh you know the blood starts flowing like it's on tap and it's made by the same company. And it's only real when you're watching it on the big screen in the cine. Probably here's a guy that's beating me and, right. and watching it. It's more real to him than that. And he's saying to a woman psychiatrist after the first day of conditioning where it makes you physically sick and death-like paralysis, violence always used to make me feel so horror show, which means wonderful, great. Yeah. And this made me feel awful. He says, and this woman, you're getting better. Violence is terrible. You know, not like she feels it. It's just something she's saying. Right, right. But violence is terrible. Yeah. That movie makes people, even to this day, violent reactions to it. Yeah. It wasn't, it's not supposed to be pretty. Right. Although, he's a he was a genius, Kubert. So Dirk is in the chat room and said something, and this is um, what I was trying to articulate, although I'm not sure I did, but I'll read what he said. Uh, there were others outside of Kenosha who openly had their rifles trying to defend businesses, just as Kyle did. Kyle was just in the unfortunate situation where he had people going after him. I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know that people uh, you could you can just go out and defend any place, even when the police tell you not to. I can just strap on a gun and 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 go and defend. That's called vigilanteism. That's vigilanteism. Just, just standing guard. What you would call that vigilanteism? They were, they were going after his house. They were going after his business. Oh, I see. Because Kyle had right. Well, again, I go back to. I think we all agree he, he was have been, hunting. He, he shouldn't have been there. He was hunting. It's you know, Alex is fifteen years old in the novel, but since um, uh, Malcolm McDowell, who was in a great movie before three years called If, but Lindsay Anderson If. That's a great movie people should see. Watch that before you watch A Clockwork Orange. He was 27 years old, so they made Alex 17. Mm -hmm. To me, you know, I didn't realize watching it when I was a kid that he was supposed to be my age. I saw it when I was like oh, 16 really? yeah. or 17. Yeah. But Alex is 15 because most of your violence, including a lot of murders, like between kids that are like 18 and 28 or something, but even the, the cohort, the violence, like Trayvon Martin, he's young. I'm not going to back down. Right. I'm right, a man. Right. That's, you know, Alex is proving he's a man. I need to watch that again. It's a tough uh, thing to watch. Uh, Eric's uh, review of that made me want to watch it again. And then you talking about it as well, because like I said, well, I, I think I was like, uh, I think I was 17 actually when I watched that, when a friend and I watched it. And I think we got about maybe maybe a quarter to a third into it. And, and we were just like, uh, we were just kind of uncomfortable and uh, it's, yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be because 
what the woman says. Violence is supposed to make you sick. Right, right. But see, in movies, they do aestheticize it. You know, mm-hmm. make it easy. Like uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I saw one of the movies, uh, Commando, where, you know, a grenade goes off and he goes up in the air. Then he just shakes, shakes it off and then it goes back. I've seen. Whereas, uh, uh, you know, somebody, a uh, grenade goes off, you use, you lose your legs, mm-hmm. you lose, you lose your life or yeah. you lose your guts yeah. or whatever. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> when did, when did they put a badge on him? Because in the old days, like a, a sheriff would swear, you know, put up your hand. Uh, I'm going to make you into a posse. Right. Uh, right. Deputized. Posse yeah. comitus, the, well, the law. Yeah. You know, you, you, I didn't know that, uh, but once again, it's state law. Yeah. Whether I can take on the, uh, the, the state power, because when I grew up, when I went through university, the state, not just talking about the United States, but the states themselves, because the states traditionally have the exercise, the police power. Mm-hmm. And they have a monopoly on violence, which included capital punishment. Although, you know, that was pretty uh, passe by the time uh, I grew up. But, uh, yeah, it's called suasive force, violence. And the state has a monopoly on it for a good reason, right? So people don't start uh, killing people. Dirty Harry is a great movie. Uh, Pauline Kael, the great... uh, Critic called it a fascist, uh, a fascist movie. She hated, loathed Clint Eastwood. But the second movie, which wasn't as good, where is about vigilantes and the police force, and they try to recruit Harry, who's you know Harry Callahan, shoot first, ask questions later, and he says, "No, I'm the, I won't join you guys." You know where does it all stop? Yeah, because they used to have uh, police death squads in Brazil, and you know there's allegations now they still have stuff like oh, that yeah. in various cities. Oh yeah, but he says. So, you know, some your na- your your neighbor's dog takes a crap in your yard and you shoot him. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've seen stuff like that. But yeah, you know, this kid's going to have, have uh, is going to go through the civil system now. But you know, he has no assets. Right. Yeah. His I, life's yeah. destroyed. It's funny. I actually hadn't thought of that. But yeah, civil lawsuits. There's nothing they can get from him. Right. His well, AR-15. Well, well, what about his? Can they? Because he's a minor, can they go after his family in a civil suit? I, I don't know. Yeah. It depend on uh, the state. Yeah. Then the then the uh, Justice Department can indict him for uh, was anybody? Uh, what was the color of the people he shot? Oh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, so that's you the know. reason for that law was from the South, where they would indict some uh, cracker sheriff, something lynching people, like the three guys in Philadelphia, Mississippi, Mississippi burning, made mm-hmm. a fictionalized version of it. Yeah, and uh, although the, a lot of it was true, and uh, they'd get off because the jury let them off. So then they'd hit them with federal law uh, charges, violation of civil rights. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. 
Hey, just wanted to remind you of that time your kicker missed the extra point and lost the game. Even though he literally never missed an extra point, he chose this playoff game to miss. Yeah, I just noticed you hadn't thought about that in a bit. Wouldn't want you to miss, you know, thinking about it. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory. But we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations.